Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But you can watch good things too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I am not in Studio A today. I am actually here at the Mississippi Trademark Center in Jackson. We are celebrating one 100 years of faith and family and Farm Bureau. Now, I also learned that we are celebrating two years of the new, beautiful Mississippi trademark. If you haven't had the opportunity to come down and see this wonderful uh, venue, then now would be a great time to do it for many of the other events that are coming up here over the weekend, just going through everything that's going to be happening here and, and for the centennial celebration happening between now and Sunday, I think, or the 5th. I think that's on Monday, so they're making it a four-day affair. You've got Trace Atkins coming up on Saturday at 7 p.m. with Clay Walker as well as Drake White. Tickets are available now at www.msfb100.org. Now, if you ate today or maybe you put on some clean clothes or even drove somewhere, you've got a farmer to thank for that. Agriculture, as you probably know here in Mississippi, is the number one industry It employs approximately 17.4% of our state's workforce, either directly or indirectly. That's a huge impact. Agriculture in Mississippi is an $8.33 billion industry. We just simply wouldn't make it here in Mississippi without our farm families, that is for sure. And there are approximately 34,700 farms in the great state of Mississippi, and they span over 10.4 million acres, which means no matter what county you are in or where you're listening to good things, your neighbors or your community members are probably a farm family, or you may be one of the Mississippi's great farm families. Now, the average size of farm is composed of about 300 acres, and I think that's really part of the Farm Bureau story and also part of the Mississippi agricultural story because oftentimes we think that farm is this huge big industry or corporate farming or, you know, the, the kind of stuff that gets the bad rap, uh, in the media. But really it's smaller everyday, mid-sized to small farm families who make up the bulk of the industry and they still love and enjoy what they do every day and they take great pride in their work and they contribute right back to our communities. 
You know, we talk a lot about small families and or small businesses and supporting those here um, on good things. And so when you support a farmer, specifically a Mississippi farmer, whether directly or indirectly, then you're paying right back into a small business right here in our great state. You know, it's often a thankless job, but I but when I talk to our farm families, it's also one of our most rewarding. I'm always proud to say that I got to serve for the dairy farm families of five years here in Mississippi on their behalf as a dietitian. And I know firsthand that they love their land. They love their animals. They love and believe in the products that they're uh, providing to not only our state, but then across many of our borders. And so I think, you know, the ag industry here in Mississippi is something that even if you're not directly connected to in terms of your everyday life for somebody that you know, um, it's something to be proud of. It's something that we can all uh, look at as as a really good thing. Now, coming up here on Good Things, we're going to get to talk to Andy Gibson. He's our Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce, and he's going to really get to break some of that down for us. But it's also Friday, and many of you are gearing up for either your local um, Christmas parades that are going on tonight. I know a lot of those are hitting the streets and your, your main streets and downtowns. I know we're gearing up for that in Brandon. Um, but also you're gearing up for... For a lot of football. I think if I remember listening to the boys yesterday on Sports Talk, we've got three uh, championships that were played today. We've got three more, I think, coming up tomorrow. I'm only up on the know on that, Rhino, because Brandon's taking on Startville there and Hattiesburg. don't know what time it is, but I do know it's tomorrow because we get to do our Christmas parade uh, tonight. But high school football is in full playoff mode, as you know, and Super Talk has got you covered. So you're going to be able to catch a local game on just about every Super Talk station. You can stream a ton of games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the state when you go to supertalk.fm slash high school. If you've got the Super Talk Mississippi app, which you talk about all the time, there is a um, button on there called Sports. How clever. And you click it, and then you can also stream or get all of the sports information that you want. Now, as we're celebrating Farm Bureau They're also celebrating it coming to a close for the Farm Bureau Insurance Company Scoreboard Show. It's tonight. The last one of the season will be at 10 p.m., so you'll be able to wrap up the season um, wherever you listen or you watch uh, Super Talk tonight. So, again, my congratulations to those that have already played and won, and then good luck to all the teams who are headed out to chase that dream of state championship, whether it's later on today or maybe coming up tomorrow. Now, Rhino, we all know that coming up tomorrow, you're going to get up bright and early. And what time is your kickoff? Because we got to celebrate you and all of your love of soccer. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, kickoff will be at 9 in the a.m. tomorrow for the USA taking on the Netherlands in the knockout round of the World Cup. And I, I've talked about how the World Cup is a rare occurrence in and of itself in your lifetime. You only get a certain number of, of World Cups you get to watch, so you, you need to take in as much as possible. You have even fewer chances to see the U.S. play in the knockout round. So if you don't have anything going on tomorrow morning, we're wearing white. Get up, put on your red, white, and blue, and cheer on the U.S. men's soccer team because the way the the bracket's lining up, if we can get past the Netherlands, we've got a chance to go really deep in this tournament. 
which would be really exciting. And again, you know, just like, you know, you get on board for those doing well in Mississippi, it's still taking one for the home team when it's the, you know, the U.S. there on the field and knowing that, you know, this is a, this is this, you may see a historical moment. You may get to witness something. And as somebody who knows nothing about soccer, I'm very open and honest about that. I'm learning and it's kind of like when you're watching, it gets really exciting. And when you know what color they wear, so now we know USA will be in white. Thanks, Rhino. You just watch where the ball goes and then you just sort of enjoy it. And I find, I take pleasure in the fact that, you know, we're doing so well and I just want USA to, to do their best. Um, and I want you to be happy too. So I get happy when they do good because I know that makes you excited. So I will be keeping up with that tomorrow. Um, just to see, to see, to see if history is made. I think that's really, that's really neat. Now don't forget too on Sunday, if you want to celebrate, uh, you can do that, uh, live from the temple. This event at the Temple Theater in Meridian, it will feature over 24 Mississippi musicians performing to help restore the legendary Temple Theater in Meridian. So the show is Sunday. It's starting at 2 p.m. So you can get tickets by going to thetempletheater.com. But we are here at the Mississippi Trademark. We are live today. You've had all the shows that have shown up in support of the 100 years of Mississippi Farm Bureau. That's Faith, Family, and Farm Bureau. And, you know, we talk a lot about uh, produce or livestock when we think about our Mississippi farm families. But you know, many of us also enjoy their hard work through the things that they offer through Mississippi Ag Tourism. And you may not really connect the dots, but a lot of the times during the fall and the winter months when you're taking your family to pick out the perfect pumpkin or to see the great Christmas lights or to ride on a hayride or some of the petting zoos or the corn mazes and all the cool things that our families like to get out and do during this time of year are usually connected to a Mississippi farm family. Many of them work really hard during, I don't know if they would say they get an off season, um, but during, I guess, uh, uh, an alternative season to provide this tourism opportunity. Not only does it give them another way to make revenue for their families, uh, but it also gets the community to get the taste of what it's like on their farm or to see their hard work and what they're doing and to just also enjoy you know the great outdoors no matter where you're listening you can probably think of a farm right now either Mitchell Farms is one that comes to mind um, you've also got Lazy Acres uh, as well that's also a Christmas tree farm turned opportunity to come out and enjoy the lights across the state that are, that are dueling as operating farms of either produce or crops but also uh, or livestock, and then also as a community, um, you know, stop during this time of year. So there's so much to celebrate. There's so much to be grateful for and take pride in when you think of uh, farming and agriculture and in our great state, and as well as soccer. We're going to throw that in there as well. And we got so much more for you coming up here on Good Things. Don't forget, you got your commissioner coming, um, Andy Gibson, joining us next. So stick with us.
Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I'm here at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. We are celebrating 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. I've got with me our Commission of Agriculture and Commerce, Andy Gibson. And, man, this is just right in your element, isn't it? Well, Rebecca, it is. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me on. And we're just having a great uh, kickoff to a really big weekend this weekend. Someone who lives in central Mississippi, Andy, who has seen and come to many events at the old, we'll say the old trademark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time I come in here, which I think now is maybe like my third time into yeah. this new building, Building, I'm always just in awe of just you didn't know what you needed until you got the upgrades, That's right? right? We're actually sitting here inside the trademark hallway against the what used to be the outside wall of the Coliseum. And now we've joined both of the buildings together into one massive facility. And it is state-of-the-art. It's first class. It's something every Mississippian can be proud of. And and I'm really proud that all this lumber, uh, wood that we see trimming the walls, is 100% Mississippi-grown, raised, and harvested. Mississippi, genuine Mississippi lumber. How about that? That is. That's something to be proud of. And I think this event and 100 years of Farm Bureau reminds us all, even if we don't have our hands in agriculture every day, that the agriculture business here in Mississippi is something that we can all be proud of. So for 100 years, what does that that mean for Mississippi Farm Bureau? Well, it is just a, a century of a legacy of being the voice of agriculture here in Mississippi, uh, both on, at the at the national level in Washington D.C. When national issues arise, we've like we've been dealing with a possible rail strike that would cripple our entire uh, food distribution system, for that matter, uh, or right here up the road uh, on on High Street at the state capitol, the Mississippi Legislature. Farm Bureau has been uh, the tireless, consistent, and uh, positive voice for Mississippi agriculture here in Mississippi. And uh, they're probably one of our closest partners at the Department of Agriculture and Commerce that we work with hand-in-hand as we deal with issues that affect uh, Mississippi farmers and our largest industry, agriculture. It's it's It was the largest industry 100 years ago, and it still is today. And it's one of those industries, too, where, again, even if you don't wake up and, you know, go check the cows or, you know, look for the crop every day, it impacts every Mississippian's everyday life. That's so right. Farm Bureau isn't just the voice for the farmers, but... For everybody. For everybody. And, you know, uh, one thing that is uh, different from 100 years ago, 100 years ago, almost every family had somebody farming. And and maybe not the immediate family, but some extended family. Today, less than 2% of our population's farming is about 1.3%, 1.5%. But still, as you mentioned, 100% of our consumers, 100% of our population depend on a reliable and a safe food production system. So farmers are doing more today than they ever have before to feed Mississippi, America, and the whole wide world. Well, I challenge all the young people who might think that farming couldn't be a cool uh, business opportunity to come down to the trademark and look at some of this fancy equipment in here. And it's like, who knew farming could be so sexy with all the big machinery and the neat things that you could do? It's not your grandpa's farming anymore. It's Mm high-tech. And and really, you you need to have some computer skills to, to operate this kind of machinery. The, the particular uh, uh, sea and spray technology that 
identifies the specific weed in the field and puts the specific uh, chemical to kill that just that weed without spraying everything else. That's the, the farming technology of the day, and it is uh, uh, high, much more productive uh, on, on one-acre land today in Mississippi than ever before, and we thank our farmers for just continuing, keep and on keeping on. I think as we spread that a message about what agriculture and the industry really is and for sustainability and that it's not you know out to do some of the things that sometimes the media likes to say, and more young people yep. will get interested and involved in it, and then they can help give back too, which I know is one thing farmers have always been. I mean, that's right. the last hundred years, farmers have been helping their neighbors and their communities, and I know you now have this wonderful partnership that you've created to help farmers better help those that may be hungry yep. with the Mississippi Food Network. How did this come about? Well, you know, it's one of those things, uh, Back, it probably came about during the pandemic. You remember uh, there was a period of time that all the restaurants closed down, shut down, and there was a lot of this excess food. Rather than throw it away or pour it out, a USDA wound up boxing it up. This was back two years ago, and then this was food uh, farmers uh, uh, to families food boxes concept. Well, that program went away. And USDA rolled out another program that is uh, connecting our local farmers across the country, including right here in Mississippi, with our food uh, uh, distribution uh, network, such as the Mississippi Food Network here in central Mississippi, mm-hmm. feeding the Gulf Coast on the Gulf Coast, Mid-South Food Bank that uh, covers north Mississippi. So hungry people who are in need of food will now be able to have a box of food that was uh, purchased and assembled, put together in a box right here in Mississippi and distributed to meet uh, people in need, to meet their needs, children, the elderly, people who are having a tough time right now making the ends meet. Mm -hmm. The work that the food banks have been doing for years, now we're going to connect them to real Mississippi farmers, and we're not bringing in things from, you know, California, nothing wrong with that, but... You know, we're going to have a Mississippi food box here. And at the same time, what I'm really excited about is we're building that network of local food products uh, that will help everybody as we head into the future with supply chain challenges, with problems in distribution. And the Mississippi River going dry, we never know what the future may hold. We'll have a network in place for local food supply, and I'm excited about that. I was just thinking about that, too, Commissioner. I was thinking, wow, you know, as we build up these opportunities to get uh, more produce, more locally, get some of those things, we wouldn't have to worry on shipments. Then when things go south, it wouldn't we would, right. it wouldn't disrupt uh, things as much more. Yeah. And, too, with the food banks, they've always wanted fresh, local kind of produce to provide to their recipients or the recipients ask for it yep. it's just always a hard thing to keep on the shelves or to be donated so now to make that connection mm-hmm. you are also getting more nutritious foods um, and opportunities to those families which it to me is it's just it's a win-win it's it, it makes sense that's right i know you uh, got a, a a great interest in dairy that that's an option on this on this menu as well mm-hmm. fresh fruits vegetables <clears throat> dairy meat products, rice, uh, and even value-added process of meats and foods uh, and beverages, all of it Mississippi farm-raised, and it's going to go to help people in need. So I'm excited about that, but as, as we both mentioned there, having that network and that database, we want our farmers to sign up to be a part of this. It's available. Uh, it's going to be done, so why not sign up? We've got a place on our website. They can go mdac.ms.gov forward slash MSFP, Mississippi Food Program. Get them to sign up and be a part of it, and you'll help build not only a way to help people in need, but help 
build our food uh, supply resiliency as a state. And I think, too, you, you mentioned COVID um, or the pandemic. I know that's a terrible word. People are tired of hearing yeah, about it. But you. some of the good things that we've gotten from that was just this reawakening of connecting back to where our food comes from or connecting back to our farmers. Yeah. I know the beef um, farmers really saw an uptick in families being more interested in purchasing. Um, I don't know if you can purchase the whole, however that works yep. to get, you know, to, to get a, uh, to get beef for their, right. for their home and stock their, um, freezers with it. So those are just different opportunities yep. for the farmer and the consumer. We have, uh, created what made it easier in Mississippi to do that. You can buy uh, an animal on the hoof, have it fed out, have it processed at a custom processor and pick it up. Uh, or, and all this is under the Federal Meat Inspection Act, or we've actually tripled our USDA processing capacity as a state since COVID. It's one of the bright uh, silver linings of that COVID pandemic is we, we realize we've got to have more meat processing. So we've tripled our state capacity all across the state, and people are raising their own beef. And that beef and those facilities can be processed and sold at restaurants and grocery stores. And that's part of our genuine Mississippi program. I'm wearing it on my, my shirt Absolutely. right here. Everything grown, raised, crafted, and made. We've seen a huge interest in buying more local. We've seen more farmers markets. This last year, we helped start six new farmers markets, a restart, some that had closed down. Uh, so we have seen a growth in that. Local food is a win-win-win. It's healthy. It's fresh. It supports our local economy. And it's uh, people want it. I was going to say people want it, and farmers want to grow it. They yep. just want to. They need to know that you want it. That's and right. so when you show interest as the consumer that you put, uh, put value on locally sourced uh, products, you're going to get more of it. And then when you get more of it, then the price of that will will start to go down as well. Sort of That's the right. supply and the ban. It just takes us sort of initiating the want for it for the farmers to be able. They would be giddy to be That's able right. to do more local right. uh, stuff. I know at least for in terms of I can't speak on behalf of all the dairy farmers, but the ones that I knew over the years, they would love nothing more than be able to just to supply their community with the products that That's they right. wanted. One of the conversations that we've started having since we launched this new program last month uh, with some local farmers is how do we get back to canning our own uh, uh, products, our own peas, our own tomatoes? I mean, it's something that used to be a routine thing. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to do it at all we, now. We've got to get it going again. we got to get it going again. we got to get going for just a short break, yeah. but come back because we've got more with your commissioner right here from the Mississippi Trademark. We're celebrating 100 years of Faith, Family, and Farm Bureau. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget. 
forget, you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. But if you're in the area, head on down to the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. We are celebrating 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. We're continuing our conversation with your commissioner, Andy Gibson. And Andy... Events, events, yeah. events. This is a big one. It's the big. one, the celebration here, and I saw that it's happening tonight yep. through the fifth. So, what do we have going on? Well, we want to invite everybody to come out to the trade show that's going on right now. We've got a fantastic trade show happening here in the trademark. The first two bays, A and B, and C is where the Cattlemen's Association is having their annual meeting and Cattlemen's College and other events, as well as the Farm Bureau business sessions. And at, at the same time this afternoon at 3 o'clock, I don't know if we're there yet. Not the, quite. Soon we're going to start off the livestock shows in the barns. Uh, everybody knows about the barns during the State Fair. Same place. Uh, the Farm Bureau Classic, the first ever Farm Bureau Classic uh, swine show, cattle show, will be kicking off at 3 o'clock today. And there will be shows tomorrow as well as on Sunday. They'll wrap it up. And then uh, we've got a big concert tomorrow night, Saturday night. I'll be there with my family, Trace Adkins. Uh, we've got a, a lot of great uh, interest in that, Drake White and other uh, artists that are there that are coming to town. We want you to come on out. That's the only thing that you have to pay for is the tickets to that uh, concert, and it's at 7 o'clock Saturday night inside the Mississippi Coliseum. But get your tickets now. Uh, you can get them at Ticketmaster, or you can come right here to the Ticket Office. I would come office. right on down to the I Ticket Office. I tell people you can save money on, on those fees. Just come straight to the Ticket Office. And you've got the kind of staff there that will always take care of you, make sure you get the best tickets for your price as well. I always think that, too, for the for the Dixie National Rodeo, which I know is coming up, and you think, oh, that's in February. Yes, mm-hmm. but they make great stocking stuffers. Get them now. Get so them you back. get them now. Get and so now. you're already looking into 2023. Yeah. What's on the horizon for the rodeo? Well, we are going to kick things off, believe it or not, earlier than ever for the Dixie National Livestock Show and Rodeo. We're going to have the first ever Dixie National Cutting Horse Show in the Kirk Fordyce Equine Center. I think it starts January 5th. So we'll we'll kick off Dixie National January 5th with a new horse show, the cutting show, and it'll run all the way through basically the end of February uh, from uh, everything from the livestock shows to horse shows. The quarter horse show will wrap things up. But in between all of that, we've got uh, the, the Sale of Champions, which is the number one youth program in Mississippi, in my opinion. We're raising scholarships for young people involved in agriculture. And last year we set an all-time record, $448,500, nearly 500000 for scholarships uh, through our sale of champions. That's the day before the rodeo kicks off with the sale of junior champions. And then uh, the rodeo from February 10th through the 18th. Now, we've got a big... Uh, We've got a big act to follow this year. We set a record last year. It was the largest attended and largest number of tickets sold to the Dixie National in history in 2022. This year, that's right. Over a million dollars of tickets to the rodeo. That's the first time it had ever happened. So we got to beat that this year. That's right? impressive after, you know, the P word we don't talk about and yep. then the ice storm and then all the things. We, I mean, and so to come back so much, that's right. to bounce back and that means people, it's a tradition for folks. We are, we are excited that we're building back and uh, we appreciate people coming out and supporting it. Now, one thing we're doing different, and we did it for the first time last year, 
year, and maybe this contributed to the success, but we're having two weekends. We start out on a Friday instead of a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that we take a break and ride slack Monday and Tuesday, pick it back up Wednesday, and go through the next Saturday. So you've got two weekend opportunities for the first time to come to the Dixie National, and uh, we, we expect people will continue to like that program. Uh, we got some great acts like Randy Hauser. Uh, he's selling fast. Laney Wilson, who was just on Yellowstone and had a big musical uh, success here recently. Announcement: She should be there that Wednesday, and uh, we, we we encourage people to go ahead and get your tickets now. Yes, get them in the stocking for Christmas, so you don't have to think about it. It'll be here before you know it. It'll be it. here before you know it, and our family loves the Sunday afternoon option for yep. if you've got small children. Go ahead, yep. go to go to church, come out to the rodeo, and that's then right. you can get home for nap time and everything else that's, that's sort of around right. it. And yeah. this year, you can get home in time for the Super Bowl. How about oh, that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that to the boys coming yeah. up next to sort of think about that. That's I want right. to talk, too, though, about the Genuine Mississippi. This was a passion project of yours, and I know yeah. many others who came together to make it uh, the success that it's become. And it's got so much more potential to grow. Um, What the seed that started it, did you ever think it would be here where it is today? Well, I felt like it would, but I honestly, uh, I don't think any of us saw how the, the, the demand for local food and local products would, would grow as a result of the COVID situation. (laughs) Well, yeah, there has to be a silver lining uh, for it. There is. And so people wanted to buy local. There were times when there were not products in the grocery stores, so they started looking at their farmer's markets. We have started a genuine Mississippi store at the farmer's market here on High Street. We have a pop-up store inside the Farm Bureau trade show that you can shop everything from Mississippi rice, Mississippi uh, popcorn, Mississippi sweet potato products. It's all right there, Mississippi product. Everything is there, Mississippi uh, made. So uh, we're proud of that, and it's also been a way to connect people who are not necessarily tied into the farm uh, to, to the farms. They can go buy. They can go buy direct from farmers. They can have it shipped in from the farm, but they understand these, these are products raised uh, locally in Mississippi on a farm. When, I remember when you came to Good Things Commissioner and when it launched, it was just a website with a few um, vendors on it, and now it has grown with all the different sort of uh, subsets. Is that still an easy place for people to go and maybe pick what they want and have it shipped to them? And it's like you're not doing the shipping. You're linking them to you know the, the people who have the product who's then sending it to them, correct? That's, that's correct. That's how we started. Now we're doing something new this year or next year. We're kind of soft launching this now, but... As part of our GenuineMississippi.com, GenuineMS.com is the website. We're creating an online store where you can actually order through that site and have it shipped. We'll package it and ship it to you. Uh, as a convenience to folks. I mean, people do it all the time with Amazon, so we're, we're going to take that next big step next year where we have an online store uh, that's like our pop-up store here, but you can select online and have it shipped to your home. Or you can always connect direct with with the uh, with the producers. And the, the categories are simple, grown, raised, crafted, and made. It, it, it fits in those categories. It's genuine Mississippi grown. A lot of our fresh produce and food products raise our livestock, buying beef. Uh, honestly, beef is one of our great members that has, has huge success selling now internationally their beef products. Uh, we've got uh, a grown raised crafted such as uh, sweet potato pie. I'll take it. <laughs> or cakes and, you know, value-added products. And then manufactured, made. 
products, all of those, uh, every company in Mississippi that has a that has one of those type products, they qualify to be a member, and we encourage them to come sign up and be a part of this and put that genuine Mississippi brand. We're riding for the brand. This is Mississippi's official brand. And we want to put it on all the great products that Mississippians provide. And I think that's one good thing about our Good Things family as well as our fellow Mississippians. We like to support it. And oftentimes it's not that we don't want to. We just don't know where they're at or they could yeah. be hiding. And so I remember that being one of your primary things was just bring them out of hiding and put them yeah. in one you know, place where folks uh, could find them and then have the opportunity to purchase what they wanted. That's right. And once you taste it once or buy it once or gift it once, you're more likely to come back and do it that's again right. and again. And again, That's right. So look for that brand. I, I've started seeing it. I've noticed it myself in Kroger and in other grocery stores. Genuine Mississippi. When you see that uh, brand, you know you're buying uh, Mississippi's best. Which all comes back to the celebration here for the Farm That's Bureau right. of 100 years. If uh, you didn't have the faith, the family, and the Farm Bureau, you wouldn't have yeah. the opportunity to have Mississippi farm families. We were just mentioning your 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 family and your children all into agriculture. What is your sort of not plea, but just reminder to the youth that ag can be a viable you know career path? Yeah. You know, the opportunities for our young people, uh, those who are listening, those who you may know who are listening, um, opportunities are endless because there's nothing more important. We can do without a lot of things, but we can never do without food, fiber, and shelter. And the opportunities for young people today is unmatched due to the technology advancements, uh, the the opportunities, and, and also uh, I told you one of my children was into the wildlife management, wildlife, agriculture and wildlife goes hand in hand. That is a combination in Mississippi that we have that really no other state has. So whether you're in a, the great outdoors or whether you want to be a, a actual a farmer raising the, the food that we need to eat, uh, there are opportunities for you that are endless here in Mississippi. And it all goes back to the land. And so thanks to Farm Bureau for shining a light on the importance of agriculture for this 100 years, we look forward to the rest, and thank you for letting me be a part of today. Andy, I'll meet you back here for their 200th, right? For yeah. their bicentennial. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, It's been a pleasure. All right, you guys stick with us. we got a few more good things for you coming up next here from the Mississippi Trademark. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back to Good Things. We are continuing our time here at the Mississippi Trademark. We're celebrating 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. And joining us to tell us a little bit about, I guess, the celebration from a vendor's perspective is we've got Bobby Gold. He is uh, with Simplot Grower Solutions. We've got Morgan McDowell. He's with Invictus. And you boys have been here, what, all day? We, well, got here a little before lunch, had to get some pins, chicken on a stick, and... Uh, Priorities. That's right. That's exactly right. And been working the booth ever since. Been working the booth ever since. Okay, Bobby, I'm going to start with you. What is Simplot Growers Solutions? What do you guys do on a daily basis? Yeah, Rebecca, what we do on a daily basis at Simplot Grower Solutions is we are the retail outlet for the JR Simplot Company. And what we do is send our crop advisors out in the field, and they... Find solutions to problems growers in the state of Mississippi have. So if you have issues with needing herbicides or have issues with needing fertilizer, what you're doing to make your farm more profitable, you're going to lean on our crop advisors for that information. Oh, that seems like helpful work. Okay, Morgan, Invictus. Invictus. So Invictus has three different uh, three different uh, different business units, and we have a we have a uh, crop care, a bioscience, and a seed business and i'm actually on the seed side so um, i cover the southeast and some in arkansas and boot hill missouri and invictus is the uh, in-house brand for simplot grower solutions we only support our simplot grower solution stores so like bobby says from a herbicide a bioscience or a seed standpoint we come up with solutions for our farmers to make their farm more profitable I was just talking with Commissioner Andy Gibson about all the opportunities in ag to have a career, right? And it's not always being the actual farmer who plants the seed or harvests the seed or grows the livestock. So, Bobby, how did you find your way into agriculture as a career? Oh, wow, how I found my way into agriculture. So I started out, I grew up across the river, just barely across the river, though, about 10 miles in south southeast Arkansas. Uh, went to school for ag business and did ag business decided you know i wanted to get out of the business side so i went to the university of arkansas ended up getting my phd there left there went to lsu was a professor at lsu for a couple years left lsu come to mississippi state was a state rice specialist for about 10 years here and then right prior to covid uh when the jr simplot company decided that they were going to uh acquire pinnacle and the old sanders branch uh they come to me and said hey we need a guy to to run our agronomy department so right now i'm left from state extension specialist to director of agronomy for simple oh i love our extension specialists i got a lot of friends in the in that program okay you know it doesn't seem like morgan that you know you may have been on this trajectory either just to find your way into agriculture as a career but here you are so where did you how was kind of like your story i'm going to be very different from bobby so um i grew up in the delta so i'm actually from indianola mississippi and uh, of course uh, uh, it is an agricultural community and grew up around farming, worked on a farm when I was in high school. And uh, when I went to college, didn't you know? Didn't really know what I wanted to do. And uh, I actually majored in marketing, so I have a business marketing degree. I did an internship with a seed company out of Clarksdale, Mississippi, my summer before my senior year of college, and uh, then started working for Dow AgriSciences, which is now Corteva AgriSciences. And... Uh, uh, the Sanders slash Pinnacle folks uh, were after me, and I came on board with those guys as a crop advisor sales representative and just kind of moved into uh, 
moved into the seat side. I was with I was on the seat side with Dow, and uh, sold for uh, Pinnacle Sanders uh, when I moved over with them. And then, like Bobby said, when the J.R. Simplot Company decided to purchase Pinnacle Agriculture, had an opportunity to get back into the seed side, which seed is my passion. We, uh, I cover the corn and soybean brands of our in-house seed brand, so uh, a little bit different than Bobby with a business marketing degree. Well, without without seeds, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have crops, right? Amen. And without Amen. solutions, you would still have problems. So I feel like we could work. It's all working together, guys. That's right. You're doing an incredible job. It's, as a soil fertility guy I would say, it all starts with a soil beneath your feet so even before the seed we're going to start with our fertilizer so you know before seed and beyond harvest is one of our catchphrases and i think that sticks to to what we do every day that's right solutions for every acre solutions for every oh, i feel like i'm sitting in the middle of a battle here that i didn't even know i was i, <laughs> was, preparing, I was preparing for but I, I love it i love the fact that too though it's all about helping our mississippi farm families and the agriculture industry grow and thrive and that's what's going on by celebrating this 100 years so how how important is the fact that Farm Bureau has been around for a hundred years to help support farm farmers here in Mississippi? Uh, farm Bureau, to me, uh, and and to our organizations, and, and to my family, has been has played such a pivotal role in uh, Mississippi agriculture because of how they they represent the farmer and go fight for the things that are important to the farmer um, and and find solutions. I mean that. that they find solutions for the farmer. Well, I think that's a perfect way to end. Thank you, boys, for joining us here. You guys stick with us. you got more celebrating coming up next with the boys from Sports Talk. They'll be here from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back on Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.